Lightweight prospect Kenny Cross. Appreciate the time, man. Uh, what's the grind been like the last couple of weeks? Uh, it's been exciting. It's been a lot of effort, you know, going to the gym and, and working with my coaches and my teammates. You know, some of the those are my best friends. Those are my uh, the people that I like to follow and, and model myself after them. So just going to the gym every day after work and, and putting in, you know, all the practice that I can get, all the hard work, pushing the pace, getting ready for the biggest fight of my life. So it's surreal. I, I go into the gym every day with, with a lot of energy, and I'm just ready to go and give it my all. All right. Well, you know, the last time you fought was in February, and then you did a grappling match in June. But between February and June, what was your training like? Because that's when, like, the pandemic started to get bubbling, I, I guess, so to say. Yeah, when uh, when the pandemic hit, I, I just – our gym was closed down, so I just stayed home. I was uh, – I worked flooring every day. Uh, um, so I was an essential worker. I was, I was just giving my body time to relax. You know, I was still doing my nine to five, but I'd come home and it was all about war zone for that two, three months. Oh, I was chilling. <laughs> I don't, you know, <laughs> what level did you get to? I don't know really too much about war zone, but I know. I don't know that much either. I just shoot people in the face and scream. I don't know. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, 13 fights so far. There's a lot of ups and downs, you know what I mean, throughout a career, even with only 13 fights. What are some of the key changes you've made throughout the, the years to elevate you to this point? The first key uh, change would be moving out here to uh, Detroit and training that Michigan top team with, you know, my coaches and everyone. That was crucial. I, I have the people around me now, but I think, I think uh, from all my losses – I, I just adapt well, I learn, and then I get around the obstacle, and I, I grow so much, you know, from every fight, win or loss. But I just continue to to keep my mind like a sponge and soak up everything I can. And I, I just – I'm more dedicated now. I'm more committed, and the opportunity is right there in front of me, and it's time to grab it. So I'm just – I'm thankful that I could wrap my mind around, you know, bigger dreams and, and things that scared me and not crumbling from the pressure and continuing to just keep pushing forward and finding the right people to put in my camp and uh, stand behind and keep, you know, keep close. Michigan top team. That's your, that's your home. Is, is that where you do all of your training or do you have other places you frequent? I normally, I mean, 98% of my training is at Michigan top team. I just started going to assembly jujitsu underneath Garmo every Wednesday. I go there and I train. So I get two a days in, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking to definitely get more training in other places. You know, I'm definitely looking to get those cross-training looks in different bodies, you know, and, and just feel out the world. I want to feel out the best athletes all over. After this fight, I can finally quit my 9-to-5 and really pursue this dream and really get after it. So I'm excited to to see what's to come, but I just I don't know what's to come yet. I, I'm, I'm optimistic, to say the least. Yeah. Definitely, man. You got to keep that optimistic mindset. Now, with your training camp, how do you structure it? Do you structure it or do you have your coaches do it? I do. I do everything myself, really. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's it's helped me thus far. You know, it's you got to be you got to wake yourself up and you have to go get after it. You know, it's, it's easy to have someone tell you what to do and, and put you where you need to be. And I do. I like that. But the fact that I'm training my mind and my body right now to to push itself, you know, going off my own thoughts and my own instincts. It, I think it's going to benefit me down the road. 
And yeah, training's been well. You know, I've been doing everything right to a T, listening to my coaches. I just, I listen to what they say and I do it and I listen to myself. And Who are the uh, the group of coaches that you have at Michigan Top Team? I have Darren Kruchank, former UFC fighter, uh, Jason Fisher, Bellator fighter, soon to be UFC fighter. And then I have uh, Kara Rowe, famous, you know, boxing coach from Canada with with our uh, borders being closed down, it's been a little more of a task to get with her. But uh, I'm actually going to Vegas Thursday with Darren, and we're going to stay at Cody Stamen's house, and she's actually out there right now. So finally going to get some more work in with my boxing coach. But, yeah, I just got Darren and Fisher right now. How pivotal has it been to have uh, Darren Cruikshank, man? The guy has fought all over the world at the, the highest level, you know, rising UFC, you know, day in and day out, like, do you, is it being a sponge, like you said earlier? It's a secret weapon. It's mm-hmm. you know, Not only do we have a good facility and a lot of guys my weight or heavier that I can train with, but I have one of the best strikers that can throw from either side. He can mimic whoever I want, and I get to continually test myself against him. And I get to see my flaws. I get to see what I'm doing wrong. I get to see what I'm doing right, what I've incorporated over the years. And yeah, dude, it's definitely it's a calming factor when I go into war. I know that whatever this guy's gonna throw, I, I've already seen it at practice. Yeah, he's a he's a chameleon man on the feet, man. He's amazing to watch, man. Because I've yep. seen him, you know, in Ryzen a few times. It's just amazing, like the knockouts, like the way the angles that he comes at with the knockouts, he like it's crazy. Front flips. I mean, he does it all, and I'm molding myself after him. It's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I've always found the best wrestler like Gage Peterson from my hometown and molded myself after his style. Now I move out to this gym and I get to work with Cruikshank and I get to mold myself because I like the way he fights. I like the excitement and, and the athleticism that he creates. I like to mold myself after people that I can relate with and kind of stylistically match up with them. So it's an honor, man, and it's a, it's a super secret weapon that I have on my side. Five-fight winning streak. What has clicked for you during this you know run? Man, I feel like everything's been clicking from day one. And, you know, when I... I should be on a I should be on a 13 win streak. You know, all my losses could have easily been avoided, but I grew from them and and uh, I got to go back to the drawing board, so to speak. But I'm learning more techniques day in day out. I think uh, spiritually, like mentally and and physically, I'm really coming together as one. And I'm and I'm ready for these top caliber athletes. Like I've been I've been climbing. You know, I've been working and I, I've done my due diligence. So. It's time for me to show the world what I can do and show them how how easily this all comes together for me in my mind, and I get to display it now in the canvas. Kevin Seiler, he's the, he's the opponent in the main event of the first week of 2020 Contender Series. When you break him down, what type of fighter do you see? I think he's, an all-over, he's an all-over, well-rounded fighter. And when I say that, that's not a good thing. I feel like when you're an all-around you know, all right fighter, when you're a well-rounded fighter, you're not great at anything. Like, if he was great at, if I saw greatness in, in any of his areas of uh, combat, I would tell you, and I don't see anything that he has over me. I think he's got good cardio. That's what I would say is his best, but I don't even know him like that. I haven't seen who he's fought. I haven't seen a whole bunch of his fights, but uh, he's been at 45, so... He's got he's got a big ass task on his hand with me, and I think that I'm superior in all areas. I think everywhere I beat him. Do you think uh, size is going to be a factor? 
in this fight? I'd like to think that, but mm -hmm. I, I tried to think that two fights ago against uh, Jonas Flock. And come to find out, we're about, I mean, I'm a little bit taller, but we're the same mm -hmm. size. So I'm not going to put all my, my eggs in that basket, mm -hmm. but I'm going to, I know I have a one inch reach on him. And I know I have like maybe two, three, four inches of height. And he fought at 45 his whole life. And I feel like I am Thor at 155. So I would like to think that, but I'm going to act like he's a big ass opponent, you know, and I'm going to have to fight my ass off to beat him. Did you watch his first appearance on the contender series? I, I watched it live. And I actually forgot, I thought it was someone else because when I went back and watched it after my UFC interviews, mm -hmm. when we went down to Vegas, I should have watched that again before they interviewed me because I would have had a lot more to say. Mm -hmm. I watched that that fight and there were so many times that I would have finished that little 145 or mm -hmm. there were so many times that if I was the other guy, I would have finished Siler, I thought, like back and forth. I thought the kid he was fighting was 5-0, and oh, mm -hmm. but... When you're five and zero, you don't know a whole lot. I've been there, you know. I was three and zero, and I felt like I was on top of the world. I didn't know shit, you know. And, and you don't really know until you challenge yourself, until you go up and you're not afraid to lose. I feel like this guy's padded his record, and we'll see if he changes my mind, you know, August fourth. But I don't think he's he's been around the kind of athletes and fought the kind of people that I have. So, yeah, I'm excited. So, what type of performance do you see yourself having to snatch up this UFC contract? It's going to be one for the books, man. It's going to be the best fight that Contender Series has ever seen. And, and I I mean, I've seen some great fights, but I have yet to really un, unravel what I can do and show people because people fall down too easily when I fight them. They, they give up or they try to just wrestle me the whole time or whatever it is. I haven't been able to show off all that Darren Cruikshank uh, striking skills that I picked up. I want to go. I want to run off the wall. You know, I want to hit him with a tornado kick. I want to throw wheel kicks and and follow up with left hands and, you know, sprawl and brawl. So I feel like Dana White especially will be off his seat, you know, doing one of these things that he's famous <laughs> for. So, I mean, Uncle Dana, get ready, but it's going to be one for the books, bro. First round, within three minutes, I take him out. Finished. Damn, we might even see a rolling thunder. I don't even know. You're, you're naming off so many kicks out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited, bro. I got a lot to uh, I got a lot to unbaggage. You know, I got to show show the world what I'm made of and what I've been training for for the last three four years. So it's a big fight, man. And I couldn't be more prepared, more ready. All right, one last thing before I let you go. There's many different types of competitors in this sport. Would you consider yourself a martial artist or a prize fighter at this point in your career? Right now, I'd just be a, a martial artist because I haven't made that prize money yet. You know, like I want to, I want to go out there and I want to fight the best and make the biggest checks, take the less, the least amount of damage, and continue to go forward. But I, I feel like to get to that level of stardom, you, you have to uh, uh, consider yourself a mixed martial artist, and you know, put one foot in front of the other and continue like grind till everyone knows that you can wrestle, do jujitsu, and, and knock people out. Until everyone knows that. You can't you can't claim that you're a prize fighter, I don't think. All right, man. August fourth, contender series, main event, Las Vegas, Kenny Cross. Appreciate the time. Good luck on getting that contract and hopefully next time we speak, man, you're making your UFC debut. Yeah, man. I uh, I look forward to that day as well and I uh, appreciate you having me on here, man, and for all for everyone that follows you. I mean, this is cool to kinda branch out, so so I, I thank you, man. I'm humbled.